Yeah, yeah, dude, exactly. Yeah. Right. We're, we're live, dude. So I actually had a, a whole bunch of situations like that when I first started the Morning Wood. So it was like, I think I went through two or three different producers um, that were like helping me switch the cameras and edit and stuff like that before like they all finally quit and just and that was like 20 or 30 episodes in maybe up to like 50 episodes in which this is we're almost at 90 now this might be number 90 dude damn do you do it every week i do it every week dude nice. i've been doing it consistently for almost two years now this is so we're almost up to 90 and i and i do everything myself now bro like i got when i'm when back in my home studio obviously because yeah. we're coming at you guys live from atx right now if yeah. you didn't know it with uh with the homie kyle dowdy kyle dowtry yeah, um, Dowdy, Kyle Dowdy. Bro, I swear to God, Chris Daughtry ruined my fucking life. <laughs> Dude, yeah. When I moved down here, I had to literally ask every host. I was like, hey, do you understand, like, words in general? Do you know how to read? Because there's no R. <laughs> they would be like, Kyle Daughtry. And I was like, bro. How does like, it sound like, like that to I, you? Yeah. I'm like, that's not, I mean, it's kind of close, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's not that close, dude. But it's Chris Daughtry. It's that thing where you just read like four word, four letters of the word. Yeah. And you just like say the closest thing you know. Oh, dude, my buddy Kyle did that today. We were passing by Brosco Lane and he was like, Brazzers. And I was like, is that where your head's at right yeah, now? Yeah, <laughs> like, right. Well, that, both my heads yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. At all times. Uh, at all times. Uh, hell yeah, dude. That's what's up. So, um, I guess for people who don't know, let's talk about a little bit about you and your career and just, uh, you're obviously living in Austin, Texas, the comedy capital of the world right now. We're getting there. Let's, yeah. talk, let's talk about what brought you here and sort of what the scene is like down here for people in comics who yeah. are listening who don't kind of understand. But before we do that, let's kind of talk about you and your yeah. career, how you got started in comedy. Um, it's honestly like getting here was crazy, but I started doing comedy because I grew up in Columbus, like. Uh, the west side just like you know just a normal person and I just always wanted to do it and then uh, you know I like got older I went through a breakup I lost some weight I uh, got I had adult braces dude I was like 23 with braces damn yeah. damn son my teeth were fucked up dude. dude I had like wolf fangs Edward dude. scissor teeth over here dude my bottom teeth look like the Columbus skyline dude oh yeah, right. yeah right. it's crazy <laughs> That's how they make teeth out there. They're, yeah. they're, they're, they're identical to the skyline. That's yeah. hilarious, dude. It's just all the food out there is soft, so no one has a strong jaw. Yeah, dude, Ohio's known for soup, bro. That's all we yeah. have, bro. Like what? Soup and uh, fucking skyline chili. Bean soup, dude. That's it. That's all we're known for, Dinner bro. Beans? Bean soup yeah. with, with cinnamon. Who put? Who decided one day that that was okay? First I'd like all, to know. As a man who loves chili... Fuck Skyline, dude. It's dude, how do you ruin, yeah. how do you, you look the camera right in the eye. You're like, I want this to be known. How do you fuck up chili? Yeah, dude. It's tomatoes and meat and beans. No, <laughs> I think I think the reason that they're so successful, and hear me out here, I have a little conspiracy. I think that it's because uh, they're in business with Gold Star, and it's a red and blue. So people, they they just go to both because they think it's good, right? It's like, yeah. it's like they cornered the market for chili. Same way with Pepsi and Coke or Walmart yeah. and Target. You just kind of yeah. run down the list, dude. Yeah. yeah. They're like McDonald's and Wendy's. McDonald's and Wendy's. Or Ohio. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. In the same way. Yeah, yeah. Wendy's is uh, from 
Well, I don't know if she's from Win. Is yeah, she from Columbus, Wendy? Started, started at Dublin. The the actual restaurant that Dave yeah. Thomas is from there. Is that his real daughter? Do you know? I'm yeah. like like yeah, she looks nothing like that. She oh really? She's not fat. That is so <laughs> funny, dude. She just looks like mom. Because she's <laughs> eating the burgers. I was like, I thought she was gonna be way hotter. <laughs> she's been <laughs> she's been eating those burgers since she was a kid, dude. You know what I mean? So yeah. she's just like blew up, bro. Oh, yeah. She got that bun face, dude. It's not good. Yeah, nah. from that's that. terrible, she, bro. Yeah, she preserved from the inside. Like, she pulls in. Like, can I get the Baconator fry? Yeah. <laughs> like, 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 yeah, no, I have. On the Baconator. Just I have my family cool. pass. Uh, <laughs> she has a punch card. Yeah, she has a punch card or like a QR where they scan it. They're like, that's up, Dave's daughter. They're like, oh, we're out of spicy chicken, actually. They're like, do you know who I am? <laughs> do, you know, do you even give a fuck? Yeah, I will have Dave himself, my <laughs> <Yeah>. papa here, <laughs> in no time. No, I think he's dead. dead. I, bet, I bet they have a hologram of him. He'll be here in spirit. Yeah, to fire yeah. your ass. And Wendy's, that's good marketing, Wendy's. Get a hologram of Dave Thomas in there. For sure, dude. Rapping like Tupac. Look what Coachella did. You know what I'm saying? I mean, dude, if they can do it, you guys can do it. Wendy's, we believe in you. Shout out Columbus. So let's uh, let's get back we to... sidetrack so quick. We did, dude, that's the best thing about podcasting <laughs> yeah. is, is like you just get to have fun while also try, trying to like entertain people and kind of tell your story. So yeah, uh, so yeah let's talk about... like. So you basically started comedy in Columbus. Were you going to school out there at the time, or you were just from Columbus? Uh, no, I was just from Columbus. I grew up there. Okay. Um, I was out with my buddy one night, and I'd always wanted to do comedy. And uh, I'd been telling him I was going to do it, you know, because I was like, you know, got braces, my teeth were all fucked up. Uh, and uh, I was drunk, and at the, I was at the Shrunken Head. Never been there before. His friend bartended at the Shrunken Head. So I was was it Trish? Him. No, this okay. was before that. Shout out Trish. She doesn't work there anymore, yeah. but she was awesome. Yeah, she was. She was the best. Uh, but I went to pee, and I saw open mic night, drunken head comedy. And I was just like, I told my buddy, he goes, are you going to do it? I was like, yeah. And he goes, well, now you have to do it. Because I had said I was going to do it before, I never did it. Yeah. So I fucking, I did it. And then uh, the, from the first day, I was I was like, oh, I'm doing this every day. Yeah. He's like, I was doing you know, as much as I can. I won that competition at the drunken head. Your first night. year in? Yeah, was it? When did, it was like 2019, so I was like yeah. a year and a half in. Same year, I started like 18. I started March 2018. Yeah, I started in June because next year would be my next month is my fifth oh, nice. year, five year anniversary. Congrats. Yeah, I hit five years. Yeah. Um, were you doing comedy during the pandemic? Uh, dude, like not as much. That's actually why I started podcasting. So nice. like, I was still trying to like reach people and be in like make make jokes and be able to like make content. I guess is. It was actually called something else, so I had quit that and then started this, but it was called Getting High with Headliners. I thought, a phone, I thought a, uh, someone was playing on my phone. I think I hear the TV. Oh, yeah, they, got some, they probably got something on in the other room. Yeah, all of our roomies in there. Yeah, you brought the boys down. Yeah, dude, Boston. we came we came deep. Ohio deep, takeover, deep. dude. 614 gets the I tell everyone how, like, I don't know if it's like this in other places in Ohio, but in Columbus, there's like 614 against the world shirts everywhere. Yeah. I'm like, no one knows where we're at on that. No. <laughs> no. I was like, if we, are, if we are fighting, then we're doing guerrilla warfare. Because they're like, where's Ohio? Ohio what are you guys, Genghis Khan? Like, yeah. what are you talking about? <laughs> Not yeah. 614 against the world. Yeah, the best thing out of our, uh, out of our city is uh, a bunch of 19-year-old boys playing a game. Yeah, it's our, the Buckeyes, which I love. The but thing it's that, the only thing Ohio Columbus has going for it. Yeah, then the thing that Dayton has going for it the most is just the strength of our heroin. It's just so good out there. Yeah, not even a lot of fentanyl on it, so people not a lot without dying. Yeah, so the the the, the lesser thens they kind of come and they stay forever because it's so good there to to live on the streets and in poverty and nice. and ask for money because I guess that's just. 
that's a thing that you could do in Dayton, Ohio. The the people down here that are homeless, they uh, they dance, you know, they they talk to you, they they, they get naked. They're, they, yeah, the pussies are always out down here. They're, they're really, they're on it, dude. Yeah. You know, so I think that's just the homeless down here, I think, are better. Man, they're aggressive, though. Yeah. They, they shoot each other sometimes. Some of them got guns. Dude, I was hanging out with one of my homies, uh, and he said that he used to live, like, on the street. Well, he's a comic. Mm-hmm. And uh, he said, I don't want to say who, cause, but he said he used to live on the streets, and he said one of these, uh, like, tent couples, they have, like, uh, like they're like swingers. And they're like, let you be with their old lady for like <clears throat> toothpaste or something, like right, like or like bottled water. Dude, hoeing your, hoeing your woman out for some toothpaste. Dude, that's like the original sin, dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but apparently, it started off as a couple, and now it's a, like a threesome because there's like another dude that lives with them too. Nice. And I was like, dude, that must have been just some alpha male that like he like yeah, you could pay my lady for toothpaste, and he was like, I'm not leaving. Yeah. <laughs> and he's like, I guess we're all together. <laughs> I guess I guess we love each other now, Mick or whatever the fuck. Like, yeah, it's funny. It's yeah. that or the. Uh, one who was like, you ever sucked dick for vodka before? <laughs> yeah, he's like all the time. He's he like, he's like, baby, he is pretty hot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah, he got most of his teeth. Brings his own Coleman sleeping bag. Yeah, come on. Oh hell yeah, dude. So uh, you obviously are not homeless. You're I'm not homeless. <laughs> you're not homeless. Yeah, yeah you got have. A house. Yeah, you got a house. You stay with other comics down here. Yeah, I live with four comics. Yeah. So what is that like? Is that pretty dirty and grody? And you guys are all like bumping into each other because that's how we are in this Airbnb. There's no. Six of us here, dude, and we're like... Well, this is temporary. This is like a hotel room. Yeah, basically. We're kind of cramped. Yeah. Yeah, just rub your balls on stuff. Yeah, basically. I mean, that's kind of the move. Anytime you stay somewhere, you don't have to clean up. You want to leave your sentinel fluids. Yeah. As many crevices as you can. Yeah, you want to leave your scent so other people know. Uh, It's obvious. Yeah, obviously. You get a discount next time. For sure. (laughs) Okay, so uh, how long have you been in Austin, and what, what was the move like? From Columbus to Austin, was it easy? Did you save up for a while? Did you just come down and were things tough at first before you kind of found roommates and found your footing here? Well, what was crazy was, so I won, I did the Strongman competition and I won that. And I was like, you know what? I, my sister was moving to San Diego. So I was like, hey, fuck it. I'll go. I've been here a year and a half. I'll move to fucking San Diego. So you just went to Cali first? Yeah, I was playing. But then the pandemic hit the week we were supposed to move to Cali. So like that was I, the I last two, place you want to be during the pandemic. Uh, that's for sure. I'm like two weeks in at my job, and then uh, <clears throat> we couldn't move, and I like had to call my work. Like oh, I was just kidding. <laughs> yeah. I'm still here. JK, you, I told you as I was a comedian. I don't know if you thought that was yeah. funny up there. Everfuls, so they're like. Bro, Tell the manager I'm, I'll be yeah. there Monday. <laughs> uh, so we did that, and it shut down, and then I was stuck there for another like eight months, and then we moved to San Diego. And I was there for eight months about and it was fun but everything was closed down like there was a lot of potential there was a lot of clubs but we were doing like parking lot open mics for no audience it was just like other comics getting high and drunk yeah so uh i had a buddy who was from here brian mcduffie and uh, he said he was moving he said he had family here so he's like fuck it, i'm gonna go to austin and uh me and andrew tar moved down here is that one of your roommates uh yeah no. be met. he's just another comic okay now uh, i haven't met him okay uh yeah, and uh, we moved down here, and it was kind of, it was crazy at first, man, because it was all two- and three-year comics that wanted to get out of their, like, home scene that was small and kind of, like, gatekeepy. Yeah. So it was just, like, the Wild West down here. Just a bunch of people were like, we can say 
whatever we want. I noticed. Yeah, just F word, R word. Whatever yeah, you want, dude. You whatever, you, any hard R's you'd like. Yeah, it died down. <laughs> yeah. It leveled out, but like the first six months, it was like, oh, I can see why the old saying things were all retarded. Yeah. They say it a lot. Yeah. That's awesome, dude. Yeah, it's the last place in America with true freedom of speech. Yeah. I truly believe that after performing here and seeing the caliber of comedy that I've seen and also just like knowing as a comic at my the core of me and my heart, bro, that it's coming from a good place to make people laugh, but yeah. it's also wildly entertaining to say the wrong thing. To say inappropriate things is wildly entertaining. It's fun. It's so fun for me, for you, for everybody in the crowd. It's great for your comic friends. Everybody having a good time. It's like Xbox Live. Exactly, dude. That's how you know it's good. It's it's not um, it's not this woke bullshit where people want to people want to be offended, dude. Or it's and there's also there's like a power in being offended. Yeah. And some people feel like it's their duty to call you out, and it's just it doesn't make sense to me. Yeah, it's weird. It's like a bunch of people who have, like, triggers that they're not dealing with. And so they're just perpetuating the abuse and getting their power back by, like, being shitty to other people. Yeah. And we just happen to be the easiest people to swing at because no one respects. Well, we're the bottom <laughs> tier of the entertainment barrel, obviously. Yeah. Even though we might feel like we're rock stars sometimes, it is what it is. You we're know? the only art form where people will watch you do, like, a half hour of stuff you've, like, worked on for months and months and months. And then come up to you and be like, I could probably, I could probably do that. Yeah, yeah, I've been yeah. thinking about doing comedy. Where do you sign up, man? Yeah. yeah. Dude, no one goes up to like Slash and is like, so I've been thinking about playing guitar. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I could be pretty good at yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think having that like instrument in your hand or, you know, I think something like that, it feels more unattainable to people, right? Because you have to yeah. like learn a skill and everyone can be funny but not everyone can be a comic yeah and then regular people don't understand that i think yeah. and so they're like yeah that's totally easy dude yeah you watch people eat a big bag and you're like well it's fucking yeah. easy now isn't it it's fucking easy now because even the greats bomb bro mm -hmm. like even like i had a dude i had a bad set at sunset yesterday that one minute set i did like 40 seconds and the, the sound guy was like some people can't even handle 60 seconds. And I was like, I thought I did fine. Nice. <laughs> yeah. It's nice. like, uh, dude, I came down here and shit the bed. Like yeah. w once out of the five times I've been on stage, but it's still like, it's everyone's do one every now and then. Uh, and like regular people don't understand that, you know, like people, good people, like sports players who do it for a long time. They understand there's a certain amount of strikes, right. And for you to get those, uh, those home runs, like you yeah. have to, you have to strike out every now and then. And that's okay. But I think the regular person, um, doesn't want to do that to themselves over and over yeah. and over again until they get yeah. good because they're not crazy like comedians, right? Yeah, I mean, I mean, Kobe didn't make every basket. There Jordan, you go. Jordan shot what fifty-six percent. Exactly. Like, yeah. So exactly. Like, greatest of all time, yeah. or the greatest that you've ever seen? Some of the hardest crushers I see also are the hardest bombers I see because people if people aren't bored, they're not bored. Yeah, dude, and that's the thing. If you really got like some whimsical stuff that's like a well thought out joke and they, you didn't catch them in the beginning, you got a whole lot of explaining to do to get the end of your set. Yeah. You know, and like. Bro, did you guys go to the heckle mic on Sunday? No, we didn't make it. No, we didn't make it to that one. No. Damn. I it, wish it we would have. Oh, no, we did make it. Was it. There when we were oh, it was at the, the Creek in the Cave. Yeah. Dude, it was hilarious, dude. dude. Isn't that the best? It's the best, dude. So much fun. All those comics are such good roast writers, too, yeah. bro. In the moment like that, like they all roast too. pound for pound those dudes are fucking heavy hitters yeah like, i went up there for a little bit shout out to all those comics ranks. on the who, whoever is in that yeah. panel was okay. killing it jack nat candace i've Holly, seen i've seen them around yeah. town too yeah i think uh, I, 
I think I was on Rogan's yeah. open mic with uh, the girl who was hosting it. Candace. Yeah, yeah, and then I think one of the other guys, I did a spot at the Spider Ballroom with him. Probably Nat. Might, might have been Nat, yeah. Chubby Russian dude. Yeah, yeah, I think yeah, so. Nat, yeah, yeah very, very funny dude. Really they even he, uh, they even introduced him as like one of the up-and-comers of Austin. And yeah. then so it's like when you get an introduction like that, I want to stay and watch your set. Yeah. And he didn't disappoint. He's very funny. So. Yeah, he's good. So many funny people down here. But I, I say that like in just because there's also like another 400 people who aren't worth a shit yeah and who just keep taking stage time from guys like you and girls like like uh yeah. like who the girl we were just talking about so mm-hmm. what what is that like having the saturation you said it died down a little bit from the people moving so much but like dude there was like a hundred people trying to sign up for rogan's open mic the other day so it was like yeah. is it like that constantly every week oh yeah but like if you if you sign up they see your name regularly i think like they get some picks in it, like... I heard uh, it's 50-50. Yeah, it'll be 50-50. I don't know if they want that or not. But, I mean, I'm sure they don't mind because they need to put on a good shot. Right? Yeah, yeah, it so is what like, it is. Yeah, you just sign up, you know the door guys. Eventually, like, you know, you can get on. Um, but the saturation, it's it's weird because it separates. Like, we've been here long enough now, you know, like you leave Italian dressing in the fridge for a long time and all kind of the oil separates. Yeah. That's kind of what's starting to happen because, like, once you start getting on, like, like, there's enough showtime out here where you necessarily don't have to, like, be grinding mics. You don't have to work the big clubs either if you don't want, right? You could yeah. do independent shows in the small clubs. There's a ton of independent shows, ton of small clubs. Like, I mean, if I'm if I'm getting, like, four to five, at least ten-minute spots a week, I don't need to go do shitty open mics the other three. Maybe I'll do a couple. But yeah, like, you're still getting your reps in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More stage time, more quality stage time. You, can, you don't need those because you can test it out on real crowds, and now you don't have to, like try to make comics laugh yeah that's a good thing about being in a place like this is you can be a lot more selective especially as you get well as you get known by the other yeah. people who are working and they see that you're funny and that you're constantly grinding yeah. it's d- hard to get up that step especially now because it has separated like a lot of the showrunners aren't going to open mics so they don't see you unless they see you mm-hmm. yeah so the way to get seen is like it's like a i mean you got to work your way up you got to like get on a bar show and hopefully that bar show has a good booker on it Hopefully and they promote it. Well. And they, if yeah. somebody else who knows a guy sees you or it, is on it. It being seen, if you if you're getting on a lot of shows and your name is just like on Instagram a lot, that always helps. Yeah. So there's ways around it. I mean, really, just if you're like a new open micro moved here today, it'd be a lot harder than when I was here because the scene was smaller and now the guy's running shit like yeah. you know, for two years. But if you're a feature um, act, yeah, there's no. I think that so like, if you're a feature act, like this is where you, you want to be. People, yeah. Like, yeah. If you're like an opener feature. I think that if you're like open micer, like you said, or even I would say a lot of headliners well, I would say not wouldn't move here. If you wouldn't were like move in your here. First couple years. Or in your first couple of years, yeah. or I would say even if you were ten plus years and you're getting work in your demo, I would say come here and do shows, yeah, but don't move here because it's so yeah. top heavy already. Mm-hmm. And what they really want is middle guys to take on the road and to be able to do yeah. these showcases. And that's what they're trying to build up right now. It's like guys that can go do like mm-hmm. a killer twenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Literally the level that I've worked to get at for the last four years, and I've been like, I want to, I want to be more so bad. But then this is a place that actually is like, uh, helps people thrive that are at my level. And there's probably a ton of people all over the country that that don't even know how good it is because we could only speculate, right? Yeah. You know, you you see podcasts and you hear things and you talk to other comics who have been down here, but you don't know how good it actually is until you come yeah. and how close all these spots are, right. how you can park in one spot. And do five mics in a night, dude, if you really want to. For now, dude, they're still not ticketing, really. I mean, yeah. I've been down here two and a half years. I haven't 
I paid for parking five times. I, yeah, I did pay for parking the other yeah. day, but mostly we're trying to find yeah, try to find a free yeah. spot or get, a, you have get a rental. I assume. No, I got I brought my drove. Uh, I drove my Jeep. Yeah. Uh, if you uh, the bridge, um, on like thirty five, right next to Sixth Street, mm-hmm. that's free parking. Really? And there's homeless guys who have convinced themselves that they work there, so they're kind of like garage, like uh, they're kind of like junkyard dogs. Yeah, like city workers. Yeah. Yeah. They're not city workers. No, yeah. the lowest yeah. tier of the city. Yeah. They're city. They're they live in the city and they're working. Yeah. So they they're found city vests, work. and they'll be like, "Man, I work here," and I'm like, "Oh, those city issued bare feet." Is that a city issued bunion, dude? Yeah. That works for the city of Columbus. They give you boots. Are those steel toes? Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. Yeah, I have a parking like right in front of the creek, and then we try to park somewhere on 7th and be in the vicinity because there's, there's actually a lot of open spots on that end because the clubs are at the other end. Yeah. So we've been kind of doing that. And but if you notice, on the weekends, 6th Street shuts down. I did notice that. Will get towed. Yeah, okay. if you're on 6th, if you yeah. stay on there. If you're on 6th, I think at like 7 or 8, they start barricading it. And like they'll drive down with like a with a, like a, a loudspeaker and be like, we're about to tell your shit. Damn. 6th Street's closed. Damn. And tow trucks are just waiting, like drooling at the mouth, dude. Yeah. Just waiting for 8 o'clock to hit so they can just make money, dude. Damn. Tow trucks bank on 6th Street. Hell yeah, dude. They probably can't even get them all either. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I mean, by... I mean, they get, like, a good handful, and then people start running out and grabbing their cars and shit. Yeah. But by then, they've already been ticketed. Damn, dude. It's probably a lot of touristy stuff, mm-hmm. too. It's not... The locals know the difference, right? I would have never known that. And locals aren't going down and hanging out on 6th Street. Yeah. Unless you're, like, 24. Right. Yeah. Right, yeah. Unless you're... Or, or you're a comic that yeah. can And you're walking between spots, which is basically the only reason you would be down there. We went through that a little bit last year. We had gone on there to drink, and fucking 6th Street was a night it was always insane yeah there's like dudes walking around with boa constrictors like fucking homeless people playing guitars that aren't tuned <laughs> fucking have you seen the the fucking anaconda dude no dude dude's dude, walking around with like a i don't know what it is it's huge like yellow and white snake and it's like wrapped around his body and like his leg and shit and he just has it down there and lets people like touch it and hold it dude i did see it oh shit you guys okay at home uh, I did see uh, um, a fucking dude with a... He had a samurai sword, dude. And he was just walking around with it inside 7-Eleven. Fuck yeah. Dude, yeah. I guess he was eyeballing me. Because I said something to him. And Wyatt said, dude, he's eyeballing you. And I was like, what? I didn't even know I was in danger. <laughs> like, there's a literally like a... He was like pulling back. <laughs> yeah, dude. There's like a real samurai. No, he wasn't a real samurai. He was probably a Mexican, I think, yeah. actually. Uh, but yeah, I don't even know that he was wearing if I shoes. Pull it out, it was just like a dagger. <laughs> yeah, dude, you ever see the dude with a samurai sword and no shoes on, bro? Like, it's crazy. Yeah, I bet that was a fake sword. Yeah. That's something a homeless guy found. Maybe, yeah. He yeah. was for sure homeless, bro. For Honestly, sure. a homeless guy with a samurai sword sounds like a fucking nightmare. That sounds scary as yeah. shit, dude. Bro, if you go down by the woods, uh, by the river. Nope, no, we heard about Rainy Street Killers. Um, <laughs> no. Well, I mean, just don't drink there at night. Um, but if you go down on the trail, Zilker Trail, there's okay. like woods and shit. If you go back in the right ones, like over off of uh, Riverside, homeless people have like large encampments back there. Oh, wow. It's like Fallout 4. Like they're building like a... <laughs> yeah, it's crazy. They're just finding like, they're stealing people's fences. It's like, New like, Austin. Yeah. 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 Fallout New Austin. Yeah, yeah. Fallout New it's Austin. Crazy. <laughs> Dude, that's sick, bro. Hell yeah, dude. And they just go nuts. You can hear them like, they're just howling like monkeys out there. 
and like you'll hear gunshots going off and shit. Shit, dude. Texas is wild, dude. Yeah, that's another thing. Like the fact that it's so like free is like across the board free, yeah. right? Even the homeless and well, like Austin fucked up. Yeah, in two thousand like twenty or something, they passed a law where they were like, we can't force homeless people to be inside. They're like, we have a free camping law. Homeless people should be allowed to sleep wherever they want. They don't have the means to a house, so they should be able to live like normal people. And when I first moved here, the the, the, the bridge, 35, where everyone parks, all, all trash and tents. That's where the encampment was originally. Yeah, it looked like fucking, like, crackhead Coachella. Yeah, <laughs> crack cello, dude. And they'd be they'd be all over the streets, like you, like they'd be hanging out like uh, down Seventh next to Creek in the Cave, like that building stretch. Yeah, they'd all just like fifteen, twenty of them would be sitting there, sitting in like chairs, ODing, listening to music, titties out, trying to fight each other. Yeah, dude. Bro, it was like it was insane. It's very it primal. Weird. Yeah, but then they, once more people start moving here, and like some people got shot, and some shit, other shit happened. Homeless people kept getting hit by cars because they just wandered around in the street. They were like, oh, maybe it wasn't a good idea. Yeah. To let mentally unstable people. That's all they did. They were like, oh, my God, listen, I'm free. It's like, no, they, they, they're mentally, like, unwell. Yeah. Why would you just abandon them? A lot of our homeless they put in prisons and jails in Ohio. Yeah, where they belong. Yeah, where they belong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's what I was telling people that here. Like, dude, all of our homeless people, I think they just freeze. I don't, yeah. I don't see them. Yeah. Way. It's like, I, I don't know what it is, dude, but, like, uh, most of the time in Ohio, the homeless will like commit like petty crimes and go to jail into yeah. the spring. Yeah. That's like the move down there. That's like, not bad. They kind of disappear for a few yeah. months. They go do a little larceny, get some showers. whatever. Get a couple showers, yeah. dude. Get some bagels. Mm-hmm. It's all it's all love, dude. Yeah, they're just storing up for the summer. Yeah, the summer. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. <coughs> Shoot, dude. Well, um, dude, we're uh, getting close to thirty minutes. We got a couple minutes left here. Um, let's talk about some stuff that you got coming up. Uh, I don't know that I got a ton of. Even my demo is not really in Austin. It's obviously yeah. local people back home in Ohio. But uh, let's just talk about some stuff that you got going on. And maybe if you want to plug any shows or anything like that that you have coming up. All right. Uh, I have a show tomorrow at a brewery. I don't remember uh, what the brewery's called because I'm a piece of shit. You guys won't make it. Yeah, not a big deal. But this yeah. is a working comedian. <laughs> uh, I'm going up to Dallas this weekend. I'm doing two shows at the Dallas Hyenas. And I'm doing two shows at the Fort Worth Hyenas. Fuck yeah, uh, so dude. that'll be sick. And then my final show at uh, NATO Hostel will be uh, Tuesday, the 13th. Last cold brew comedy at Native. Come check it out. Come support. Hell yeah, bro. I love it, bro. You're an Ohio boy. We just randomly ran into each other at the Creek in the Cave, found out you were from the O, and that's why I had to get you on here and talk with you, bro. I love that uh, I love that you're working. You're out here. You're grinding. You're running your own shows. You're getting booked on stuff. You're hanging out with the movers and shakers. You're doing Rogan's mic. Like, What more could you ask for as a comedian, bro? Nothing more than the dream. Austin, Texas, yeah. baby. ATX, you guys, thanks for watching The Morning Woods. You guys, make sure you go follow Kyle. Peace out. Uh, Kyle D. Comedy on Instagram. Kyle D. Comedy. Peace out. Nice. Hell yeah, brother. Thanks for coming, dude. That was a lot of fun. I love talking. So. Me too, dude.